the National Broadcasting Company's Grand Marquee. Grand Marquee, lighted by stars, twinkling, glowing, blazing with myriad lights and colors against the night sky. The National Broadcasting Company's mammoth billboard announces another exciting evening in the world of make-believe. Tonight, the Grand Marquis features Gene Emmett Park's high-speed, hilarious comedy, No Room for a Lady, starring Jim Amici. And here he is, for a brief word before the opening of our play, the gifted young star himself, Jim Amici. Thank you. Thank you, George Stone, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our story for tonight concerns a good deed that went wrong. Some good Samaritans get their reward in heaven. Others receive public acclaim. Then there's that third type, helpful characters like Steve Pepper, who did his good deed for the day and almost got life. If Steve had heeded the advice of his girlfriend, Marge, it might never have happened. But then, orders by telephone are so easily forgotten. Hello? Hello, Marge. It's me, Steve. Well, how about it, Hawkshaw? You're half an hour late already. Mother and I are putting the spare ribs on the table right now. Oh, sure, sure, baby. I'll be there to hang up the phone for you. Uh, by the way, genius, just where are you calling from, anyway? Hmm? Why, my, my room. Where else? Oh, well, if you'd close the door of that phone booth, you wouldn't have so many people in your room. Oh. I know an elbow-bending emporium when I hear one. You get on over your cupboard. Okay, okay, so I'm in Charlie's. But just for one, it's been a tough day. You mean you found another lost dog today? Oh, and I cut it out. All right, but don't stop to play baseball again with any little boy. But that was only once. This week. Oh, now relax. Well, yeah, I'll be right over. Hello, Mr. Pepper. Make it one, Charlie. The usual. All right. But I wish you'd stop ordering milk in here. You're giving my place a bad name. Well, I'm, I'm trying to break the habit, Charlie. Here. Drink it out of this dark glass. Thanks. Well, here's to you, Charlie. Milk, milk. I'm just glad you don't use a straw. Well, cheer up, Charlie. I'm having only one tonight. Cutting down, I hope. Oh, just in a hurry, Charlie. Got to see a lady about some spare ribs. And you know me, Steve Pepper was never known to be the last guy in a chow line. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, quiet evening. That's the life for a tired detective after a hard day's work. No excitement for this kid tonight, just good food and march. And her mother. Well, here's your dime, Charlie. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, you sure you can spare it? Well, sure, Charlie. The food's free tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that reminds me. I've got to be going. See you later, Charlie. Uh, don't stagger as you go out, Mr. Pepper. I won't. Goodbye. Oh, excuse me, please. Hey, hey, just a minute. You aren't going in there, are you? What? Oh, hello. Say, you don't waste much time, do you? Pretty good opener. Uh, opener? Yeah, you're lying. Oh, well, I, I don't think you understand. Charlie's there is not a proper place for a young lady like you, young lady. Oh, don't they have Cokes in there? Well, it just isn't a place you should go in, that's all. I didn't know. I, I've never been here before. There's a stand right across the street in the park. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. Oh, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You go over there. If you'll excuse me, I've got things to do. Oh, but when I finish my drink, where will I go? Go. Go home. What else would you do? It'll be getting dark pretty soon. Your folks will be looking for you. Look, I haven't got time for this. I'm late now. Have a nice coat. Hey, but wait. Do I have to stay in the park all night? You wouldn't let me do that, would you? Stay in the park? What are you talking about? Where, where do you live? What are you doing with that traveling bag? If you'll come over to the park and have a Coke with me, I'll 
tell you. Not on your life. I'm off duty. No Bobby Soxes for me. I'm through for the day. I'm... Say, why don't you get lost? I don't believe you'd care if I was lost. You don't care what happens to me? Oh, now, now, don't start that. All right. Just let me wander alone. Lost? Friendless? No one to turn to? Oh, murder. Women. Just go home. I haven't time to go to the park. I won't go. No woman makes me do what I don't want to do. Now, goodbye. Now, sit on that bench with your coat. I'll give you just one minute to tell me who you are and where you live. Well, I'm Gloria. What's your name? Steve. Steve Pepper. I'm a detective, but let's talk about you. A detective, Steve? Oh, that's exciting. But, Steve, you won't arrest me, will you? Well, no, of course not. Where do you live? Up in Capital City. Well, that's 300 miles away. What are you doing here? Buddy Keynes is here. Everybody knows that. He'll be in person at the matinee tomorrow. Oh, he's dreamy. Buddy is wonderful, Stevie. Mm, well, that's tomorrow. What are you doing here tonight? Well, the door's open at noon tomorrow. I'll have to be in line at the theater by 7 o'clock. And there isn't a train that comes here that early in the morning. So you came down tonight with no place to stay. What's the matter with your parents letting you do a thing like that? Oh, well, they thought I did have a place to stay. My Aunt Hattie's. But I found her house locked. She's away for the summer. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. I guess this is just one of those times in a woman's life when she must lean on a man. Uh, just, uh... Just how old are you, woman? Fifteen. Next month. Mm-hmm. Well, come on. We're going to the railroad station. I'll put you on a train and you can go home. But you can't, Stevie. The last train tonight for Capital City's already left. Well, that's a help. And the bus? Too late for that, too. I called him. I know. You can break into Aunt Hattie's house. And be shot by my own cops as a housebreaker before I can even explain? No thanks. What am I going to do? You're a detective, Stevie. My job is finding things, not figuring out how to get rid of them. You aren't just going to leave me here, are you? Okay, okay, I'll call your folks. That's simple enough. They can come after you. Oh, no, Stevie. Then I wouldn't get to see Buddy at all. And besides, they know I'm here. It's all right. If I just have a place to stay. Well, then I'll have to take you to headquarters. They'll find a place for you. Is that what you do with me? Turn me over to the police? Well, now, now, don't, don't make it sound like that. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Why did you have to talk to me in the first place? Do you always talk to strangers? You spoke to me first, remember? All right, all right. Let me think. Stevie. Now what? Steve, where do you live? Maybe there's a place for me there. There isn't. I have a single room in a boarding house. Now, let me think, will you? I've got to get out of here. I'm late. But, Steve, isn't there somewhere you could stay? Sure, in my room. And there isn't another place in town. Now, forget it. Well, then what am I going to do? Think of me, Stevie. You could find someplace else, couldn't you, just for tonight? No. And that settles it. But it'd be all right. I'll go home after the show tomorrow, and my mother and father will think I stayed at Aunt Hattie's. Well, there's some place you could go, isn't there, Stevie? Well... There's Rafferty's place, a cop friend of mine. I suppose I could sleep on his couch. No, 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 no. This, this is silly. Oh, but Steve, that's it. And I'll be out of your place early in the morning. No one will even know I've been there. Oh, you're wonderful, Stevie. Almost as good as Buddy, even. And you don't have a wife yet. <laughs> It's Steve, Marge. I didn't think it was J. Edgar Hoover. Everything's spoiling. What's keeping you? Well, that's what I called to tell you. I, I just ran into something. I've told you before about your driving, Steve. I knew this would happen. Oh, no, no, no. No, it, it isn't that. I, I'm walking. You ran into something while you were walking? Were they fresh out of milk at Charlie's? Oh, no. Now, you, you don't understand, Marge. It's business. Something's lost. I have to get rid of it. Well, if it's 
lost, why do you have to get rid of it? Well, I, I, I can't explain. Now, you, you'd better go ahead and eat. I'll get there just as soon as I can. Why don't you tell me what you're doing? Well, I did. Well, you're not making sense. Marge, if I don't go now, it'll get away. It's outside. Steve, are you ill? No, no, I'm not ill. Just wait your spare ribs and eat till I get there. I, I mean, eat your... Oh, look, I'll, I'll hurry. <laughs> It's that gray house, Gloria, in the middle of the block. All right, come on. Now, wait a minute. My landlady is not very broad-minded about stuff like this, so you'll have to go in by yourself. All alone? Well, of course. If she hears two people walking up the stairs together, she'll open a door to see what's going on. Now, here's the key. Room 11, second floor. Just put the key on the table in the morning and leave the door unlocked. Yes, Stevie, but... And please stay home after this, will you? But you've forgotten, Stevie. Now, listen, young lady, I don't want any further arguments. Oh, I'm not arguing, Stevie. Well, that's the first good news you've given me. Now, quit calling me Stevie and run along upstairs. You say I should just walk out in the morning? Exactly. Just walk right out of the house, go down to see your buddy Keynes, and vanish from my life forever. And what will your landlady think if she hears me early in the morning coming downstairs? Even if I prove you aren't there? Uh-oh. She might hear you that. Or see me. Um, I've got it. My landlady comes upstairs every morning around 6.30 to wake up the party in room 12. You want me to leave before she comes up? No, no. You just wait until you hear her tap on the next door. Then you can escape down the back steps and she can't possibly see you. Oh, Stevie, you think of everything. You're so smart. Yeah. If I was smart, I'd never have let you talk me into this. I run along quick before I change my mind. Oh, but I still can't go up alone. What? Of course you can. But, Steve, if your landlady hears me going up the stairs, she's sure to come out. Look, if you carry me, she'll hear only your footsteps and she won't pay any attention. Carry you up the stairs? Well, don't, don't be silly. Well, it's the only way, Steve. You know she'll come out if she hears me. And what'll I say to her? Well, tell her, tell her you're making a survey. Ask her if her radio's on. And after that, we're back where we started. I'll never get in. You'll have to carry me. Don't drop me, Steve. Hadn't you better hold me tighter? Be quiet, will you? Oh, I wish I hadn't started this. What'll I say if Mrs. Finley comes out of her room? Oh, my mommy isn't home, my daddy isn't home, and I'm not supposed to open the door. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, that was a close one. Well, here, this is it. Come on, get down now. Thanks for the ride, good looking. Never mind that. Just go on in. Now, sit down. I'll go and pick up my three quarts of milk on the back porch. Sit down, and I'll be right back to check out. All right, Stevie. Hello? Steve? Yeah. Your voice is changing. <laughs> Sergeant Mulcahy at headquarters. Police headquarters? Oh, just a minute, I'll call Steve. No, you must be Marge. Marge? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm Marge. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, uh, hold on a minute, will you? Stevie? Do you have a girl named Marge? Oh, I did have. Give me that phone. Hello, baby. <laughs> hey, who's crazy here? Oh, M- Mulcahy. Oh, excuse me. This is Steve. What's on your mind? Steve, the joint is jumping. Headquarters is in a ladder. Well, why call me about it? Are you out of blades? Don't bother me. I'm off duty. <laughs> you think so? You listen to me, Romeo. You know Judge Van Straten of Capital City Upstate? Certainly. Who doesn't? Well, a big shot in this state Supreme Court, yes. I know, I know. What about him? Well, his daughter has disappeared. She's been kidnapped. Kidnapped? That's what I said. And I don't care if you are off duty. Or if tomorrow's your day off either. Gloria Van Straten better be found in a hurry. Did you say Gloria? Yes, Gloria. 
Still, she's found right away, or the whole department is going to be busted down to patrol with detail to the city. Now, now your pal Rafferty's been assigned to work with you. He's on his way over there right now. O over here? To, to my room? Right. And let's see some action. Oh, don't, don't worry, Mulcahy. I've practically got my hands on her right now. Let me get this door locked. There. So, your folks know you came down here, do they, Miss Van Stratton? You don't have to lock the door. I'm sure I'll be perfectly safe up here. Yeah, you'll be safe. But what about me? Don't you realize the jam you've got me in? Well, Stevie, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you Gloria Van Stratton or aren't you? Well... Yes, I am, Stevie, but... And do your mother and father know you came here to Cincinnapolis, or don't they? Well, maybe I did exaggerate just a little, Stevie. You mean you just sneaked off and took the train by yourself? Oh, don't be angry with me, Stevie. My folks don't understand about Buddy Kane's, that's all. And why a girl just has to see him. Well, neither do I. And they wouldn't have let me come tonight if I asked them. That I can understand. But I was going to have that Hattie call them, and everything would have been all right. And now they think you're kidnapped, and the whole state is looking for you. Golly, I wish I knew which picture Mother will put in the paper. It ought to be the one with a dunce cap on it. All the fool things to do. Stevie, we aren't going to quarrel, are we? Now, look. Look, try to get this through your pretty little empty head. I've tried to help you, but that's over. I've got to take you in. But you already have, Stevie. No, I, I don't mean that. Now, listen to me. You're going to headquarters. As soon as Rafferty gets here, I'm turning you over to him, and then I've got to try and square myself with Marge. Stevie, you can't do that to me. Oh, can't I? Think of the scandal. Never Gloria again, just a number. Oh, stop exaggerating. The shame of it, Steve. An innocent young girl who might have grown up to live a worthwhile life, being treated like a common criminal. Oh, you won't eat. Everyone will see me being taken home in a patrol wagon. I'll never live it down. Oh, here, here, stop that bawling. Take my handkerchief. Thank you, Stevie. <laughs> well, I, I have to take in. There's nothing else to do that I can think of. No, there's nothing else to do. Gloria, you're going to headquarters. Okay, that's what you're going to do to me. If that's all you care about my reputation, Mr. Pepper, you can just take the kidnapping rap. I can just what? Certainly. I'll, I'll tell them how you picked me up at the railroad station and brought me to your room. How, how I... Now, you, you look here, young lady. You telephoned me at home, lured me here, got me to leave my dear and loving family and get on the train and come to you. Well, I, and I, taking I... me to your room. Don't forget, I can describe everything in it to prove I was here. How are you going to explain that? What, you, you, are you, you going to say, ho, 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 I was just putting her up for the night? <laughs> no. That's going to sound awfully silly, Mr. Pepper. In any way, what's your word going to mean to my father against mine? Well, he, and he, you know what they do to kidnappers in this state, Mr. Pepper? Well, well, now are you going to turn me in? Hmm? Hmm? Talk this over, Gloria. Oh, I'm glad you're going to be sensible about this, Stevie, and not get excited. There is a way out for you, you know. Oh, that's nice. What is it, jump out the window? Now, if you'll just go with your Mr. Rafferty and let me stay here out of sight, I'll leave early in the morning. And when I go home, I'll just say, I found Aunt Hattie's back door open. No, I don't want you in my room. What have you found here? Now, wait. I'll make you a deal. Well, let me hear it. I'll take you to Capital City tonight myself. You wait here. I'll ditch Rafferty and then get a car. If I take you within a block of your house, will you walk from there and forget you ever saw me... Well... That way you won't have to go to police headquarters, okay? Mm, I guess so. I don't like to miss Buddy Kane, but riding home with you in the moonlight, Stevie. Oh. Uh, you just sit tight here till I get back. And don't stick your head out of this door. Okay, Stevie. But if I get turned over to the police, just remember, I know who the kidnapper is. All right, all right. Hi, Steve. Oh. Oh, Rafferty. 
You were expecting maybe Judge Van Stratton? Judge Van Stratton? Oh, that's very funny. Funny? Uh, look, Rafferty, I'm not going to be able to leave for a few minutes. Why don't you get a cup of coffee across the street and I can go down the back stairs? I, I, I mean, I, I can see you in a few... in, in oh, just a few minutes. Uh, I'll go in and wait for you. I don't mind. Oh, no, 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 no. No need to do that, Rafferty. I set all the furniture out. It's being pressed. I, I mean, it's being cleaned. <laughs> I, Isn't I... that your telephone? Huh? Oh, no. No, that, that must be the alarm clock. It shuts off like that? Uh, automatic. Hmm. And, uh, says hello to you, too? All right. All right, look, I can explain. It's my girl, Marge. She, she loves to come over and play with the telephone. Well, why didn't you say Marge was with you? Why didn't you say? Look, look, I, I got troubles, Rafferty. Let me see you downstairs. Downstairs, huh? Sure, sure. I understand. Uh, but don't be long, Steve. We've got to look for that Van Stratton kid. In a hurry. Okay, okay. I'll see you in a minute. Oh. You want to know who this is? Why, it's... Oh, this is Marge. Let, let me have that telephone. Oh, here's Stevie now. Why can't you... Hello, Steve Pepper. Don't you ever speak to me again, you... You wolf, you... Marge, you, you, you don't... So this is why you didn't show up for dinner. After all the trouble my mother and I went to. A woman in your room. But Marge, honey, don't look... Don't you I, honey I... me. Save that for your other girlfriend. Your only girlfriend, I might add. I'm through with you, Steve Pepper. Oh, Marge, Marge, look, you've got to listen to me. I... I... Hello? Hello? Oh, now look what you've done. Marge hung up on me. She won't even speak to me anymore. I'm getting you out of here. Just wait till I get rid of Rafferty and get a car, and don't touch that phone. You know, Steve, the guy they find the girl with will probably swing for this. Old Judge Van Stratton will see to that personally. Well, maybe the guy could explain it. Ha! He wouldn't get a chance. He wouldn't. And we got to remember, Steve, the judge not only wants his daughter back, but he wants the kidnapper dead or alive. Oh, I, I don't think I'll forget it. Um, look, Rafferty, why don't you go on in? I'll double back and then meet you in an hour or so. What do you want to do that for? Well, I... I come on, just... come on. What's the angle? Well, wouldn't we cover twice as much ground that way or something? Oh, I don't know, Steve. We're supposed to work on this together. But if you think... Oh, I do, I do. I'll meet you in exactly half hey, an hour. Hey, uh, Steve. Look what's coming this way. A whole fleet of squad cars. Oh. They see us. They're pulling up. Let's hide. Have come on, Steve. It's the chief. He wants us. Well, it's been nice being a detective. Oh, he won't fire us. He couldn't expect us to find her this fast. Come on. What's up, Chief? Rafferty. Pepper, we got a tip from a neighbor. A girl answering Gloria Van Stratton's description was seen entering that gray rooming house in the middle of the block with a suspicious-looking character. That's your house, Pepper. <laughs> Have you seen anybody around like that? Huh? Well, Chief, are, are you sure it wasn't the, the, the brown house on the corner? 1215. Is that your number? Yeah, 1215. Well, but you, you know how neighbors gossip, Chief. But this one saw the girl's picture in the paper. No mistake, she says. No mistake. No mistake. All right, men. Are you ready? All right, All right. All right. you men with the shotguns and Tommy guns that are surround the house. Okay. Okay. I want the searchlights at all the exits. There must be no chance of escape in the dark. Got it? Okay. If you have to, shoot to kill. Got it, Chief. Oh, Rafferty, don't be so enthusiastic. You don't know who you might hit. This kidnapper will probably be dangerous when he discovers he's cornered. You aren't kidding. You have to be ready for anything. 
Pepper, Rafferty and I will go in and make the room-by-room room search. Oh. Now, when I blow my whistle, I want the searchlights on and all the men at their station on the double. All right, Chief. Okay. okay. All right, ready. All ready, Chief. Oh, just a minute, Chief. What is it, Pepper? I was all puckered. Uh, Chief, Chief, there's no need of you taking chances like this or, or Rafferty either. What's that? Chief, I'm volunteering to do this thing alone. What's the idea? Yes. What's this, Pepper? You want to go into that building by yourself? Well, I, I'm not afraid, Chief. I feel I must do it. It's my only chance. Uh, I mean, chance to face this kidnapper without three of us taking the risk. Pepper, I admire your spirit. You're a credit to the Bureau. But this is too dangerous. This could cost you your life. Well, that's what I've been thinking. I, I mean... <laughs> Chief, look. Sometimes a man knows what he must do. I'll go. I'll face this thing alone. No, Pepper. I can't let you do it. All right, then. On your toes. All right. All right. All right. All right, Rafferty. Pepper, let's try this door first. But, Chief, Chief, I'll take the upstairs, huh? No, Pepper, we'll stick together. Try the door, Rafferty. It won't open. Well, let's knock. And be ready. This man may be a killer. My mommy is home, my daddy is home, and I'm not supposed to open the door. Goodbye. All right. Get yourselves ready, boys. What's going on out here? Thought I heard a knock. We did knock. You did too, young man. Okay, okay. We're coming in to have a look. Hey, speak up. I said we're going to take a look. I don't want to buy any, young man. I've got a book. Come on, that's all down here. We'll go upstairs. Try here. Okay, okay, how many times I gotta tell you, bums? We'll rank playing poker tonight. But, madam. Well, there's only this room left. Room 11. This is yours, isn't it, Pepper? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's that, Chief. We might as well call it a night. Must have been a bum steer from the neighbor. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, come along, Rafferty. We'll go back to headquarters and see if there's any report. Wait a minute, Chief. Hey, Rafferty. Look, figure it this way, Chief. Why did the kidnapper come to this particular house? I don't know. Simple. He's cased the joint in advance. He knows a copper lives here. You, Steve. Well, like you say, Chief, let's get back to headquarters. Wait. So why does the guy come here? He figures there's only one place we wouldn't look for him, in a cop's room. Where would he be safer than in Steve's room? Oh, now wait. He, he, he wouldn't. What, what, of what, course, uh, of course you hit it, Rafferty. He'd think we'd never look there. Yeah, I'd have thought so myself. Come on. We'll go in. Where's your key, Pepper? Have your guns ready. Now, Chief, there won't be anybody in my room. Listen, the girl's voice in your room. She's in there, men, and the kidnappers must be with her. Come on. Open the door, Pepper. Well, I don't seem to have my key. Oh, no. Oh, it, it's... No, it isn't in this pocket either. Very well. We'll have to break the door down. Right, Chief. Put your shoulder to it, Rafferty. One. Two. Uh, oh, just a minute. Yeah? Huh? I found it. Well, open... Open the door, Pepper. And do it quietly. I don't want to give him any warning. Oh, don't worry, Chief. You didn't. Give me the key, Pepper. Oh, okay. This is the end, I guess. Ready now? 
Open it. All right, you're covered. I give up, Chief. So do, so do I, Pepper. There's nobody here. Wait a minute. Somebody's coming in that back door. Get out, Pepper. Hello, Inspector. Well, what are you doing here, Marge? No, no, Chief. That's not Marge. It's... It's... Marge. Shame on you, Steve, not even recognizing me in the dark. I was waiting for Steve, Inspector. Just now I was putting some of his empty milk bottles out on the back porch. You haven't seen anything of a young girl, have you, Marge? A kid? A kid, Inspector? Now, let me think. Uh, was she a girl about 15? Yes, yes, about 15. You know, I talked with one a little while ago. She seemed to be lost. Told me she was going to take a plane in a few minutes for Capital City. Quick, where can I find her? Too late, Inspector. The plane's in the air by this time. What was her name? Funny thing about that, Inspector. She didn't remember much of anything at all. What? Amnesia, I guess. Oh. Pepper, what are you blowing about, huh? Well, uh, I guess we don't have to hunt anymore, Chief. That that sounds like the Van Stratton girl. Here. Here, Marge. Look at this picture in the paper. Is that the girl you saw? Why, yes. But it says kidnapped. She hadn't been kidnapped. Well, how do you know? She had a traveling bag. People don't stop to pack a traveling bag when they're being kidnapped, do they, Inspector? Uh, I guess you're right. Well, it looks as if she just strayed off. Ah, amnesia. That's an old one. But as long as she's on her way home, we'll let the Capital City boys figure out the real reason. Gravity. Yes, Chief? Why are the judge to pick up his daughter at the Capital City Airport? I'm on my way, Chief. Uh, is that all for me, Chief? Isn't it enough, Pepper? Yeah. See you people later. Amnesia. Ah. All right, all right, Marge. What goes? Where is she? I said where she is. I sent her home. Did you forget about airplanes, genius? Okay, so I forgot about airplanes. But what's this amnesia game? I just talked her into going home tonight and forgetting the whole thing. That's all. If anything comes up, she'll say she was with me. And she was. All right, and thanks. But now, if you please run along, I'm going to bed. I'm all in. This day's been too much. I almost got hanged for kidnapping. And a lot of appreciation I get for saving you from it. Well, I'm sorry, but just let me rest and forget all this, will you? I'm going to sleep all day tomorrow. But, Steve, Buddy Keynes doesn't come to our theater in person every day, and I couldn't miss that matinee either. You, you couldn't? Of course not. Please take me, won't you, Steve? And it isn't safe for a young girl to be out all alone, Steve. You know that. Okay, okay, I'll take you. But go away now. Let me sleep. Oh, huh? Steve, you're a darling. Sure, I'll go. But, Stevie... Yes, I know. We have to be in line by 7 o'clock in the morning. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jim Amici back for the word of appreciation for your warm reception of our Grand Marquis play. Next week, we'll be back with another gay and fast-moving comedy. You'll meet a brash young photographer who thought he knew all the angles until he found himself suspended in a parachute 50 feet in midair. The story is Irwin Winehouse's delightful comedy, Hold It, Please. Try to be with us, won't you? Good night. Tonight's original play, No Room for a Lady, was written by Gene Emmett Clark and directed by Norman Felton. Jim Amici played the role of Steve Pepper, Jane Webb was Gloria, and Burl Vaughn played Marge. The orchestra was conducted by Joseph Colicchio with original music composed by Emil Soderstrom.
Next week at this time, the National Broadcasting Company's Grand Marquee will again blaze with light and color high in the gay airways, inviting you to join our audience for a performance of Irwin Winehouse's Hold It, Please, starring Jim Amici. Your announcer is George Stone. Grand Marquis came to you from our Chicago studios. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.